This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's George and Jess. Your journey of self-discovery starts here. So here we go with another term. First, it was the great resignation. Then it was quiet quitting. And the latest is bare minimum Mondays. Gen Z will not quit and they don't care what you think. They, it's unbelievable, right? <laughs> bare minimum Mondays. And it's pretty much self-explanatory. This is a term that is has gone viral on TikTok. And uh, it was coined by, um, I believe, a Gen Z TikToker. And it is prioritizing yourself as a person on Mondays over yourself as an employee. To be, to be fair, before, before we move too far into this conversation, uh, I did read from uh, uh, about several of these individuals that have just learned to uh, and kind of get ahead and, and manage their workload away from Monday. Not that they're doing less work, but they feel that they need to ease themselves into the week. And Monday is, well, it follows the Sunday scaries. Yes. And they just feel like you just can't come in with this this crash course, right? And just try to get too much done on Mondays. And in some of their defense, I have seen some of them say um, they don't schedule appointments on Monday mornings. Like they're at work, they're working, but they leave their their calendar open so they're right. not jumping right into meetings, which I respect that. Yeah, I don't yeah. I do not do a lot of meetings on Monday mornings. Um, and it hasn't been intentional, but now that I think about it, it's like, that's, I don't think that's a, my time to like reset for the week. I think a lot, I, th- I don't, I don't think a lot of people do. It's a, a very unpleasant time I mean, for them. Right. It does happen, but I think most people would prefer to stay away from that on Monday because Monday, again, the negative connotation, I think that when, if they go to a four, four day work week, that's why I say skip Monday. Friday's oh. all Friday always has a positive vibe to it. But then won't right? Tuesday just become Monday? No, it it won't because it will be much shorter. Sure. The week the, you'll be facing a 4-day work week and then Sunday you you actually get don't don't at me, but I'm telling you with all of the things in this country that happen on Sunday afternoons specifically including football, which oh. is I'm telling you. I get it. No, I, think, I get it. I think Monday, but there's a lot of people that would rather have Friday. I understand that. But I would I would be opt for Monday to get just get rid of it. I would rather have Friday off. See? I, if I, I was going four day, but that aside, bare minimum Monday is the latest buzzy work term. Or just take Fridays off and have bare minimum Mondays. <laughs> so then you really you really only work You're doing three, <laughs> three days. Three days a week. The the person on TikTok that kind of coined this phrase and made it go viral works from home and laid out their schedule and it 
was cracking me up because it was like, um, I don't do any technology before 10 a.m. And I don't do any meetings and I don't like there's all these things that they didn't do on Mondays that for a lot of people are like, it's not even a possibility. Sure. Like if you don't have that kind of flexibility, but um, yeah, not checking email until 10 sounds like a dream. Right. That's just not really realistic, I don't think. Well, I think, again, Gen Z is getting beat up just like millennials did, you know, 15 years ago. Right. Right. It almost seems like everybody they blame them for everything on the youngest people yes, in do. the workforce yes. like they're the problem and again you know that i i have a i like gen z i like their i do too i like their approach to things i like their approach to work life balance mm-hmm. they're not going to be driven like slaves they're, 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 it's just not going to happen yeah and i think they've seen their parents Yes. You know, really dedicate their lives to their careers. And a lot of them go the thanklessly. Yeah, go the extra mile for 40 years for a plaque. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they they know that. Right. And they understand that. And uh, I think that that approach is going to make them happier in the long run. Now, it's difficult for a lot of the old school employers, especially management that is like, I think a lot of boomers, late boomers, yeah. and, and even some of the Gen X are like, I don't get it, right? But I think Gen X, my generation, is a little bit more accepting and understanding because I certainly am, right? And I, even while I was in the corporate grind, I I liked watching the younger generation come in because, and I enjoyed talking to them because of their, their fresh ideas and their approach to creativity with technology, which we never had. And it, it is a conversation that's going to keep coming up until it kind of works its way out. Like there is going to be change in the workforce. I think boomers in the are, way we yeah. do business, in the way that all of that happens because Gen X or Gen Z rather is growing up and entering the workforce, and that's it will change. Right now, I, I did read a statistic that I think they compromised twenty five percent. Of the workforce? Yeah, already. Oh, and they're just getting older. And and it's, they're just going to- Don't tell them that, but they are. But they're going to, again, (laughs) in in 10 years, they're going to be leading the way. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's where it's at. And they'll be the business owners. And they'll be modeling the work-life balance. And and I think they'll figure it out. Like, I've heard older generations say, like, they're going to be the death of this country. Well, they're the prob- gonna, it's not going to be the greatest nation ever anymore. The problem with a lot of the older generation is they don't understand that we live in a different world. And they don't, want, they don't want to accept that or sit down and think about it. It's, it's so much easier just to rip on the younger, the younger people. Yes. Right? It's easier for them to just blame everything on them. And change is hard. Yeah, it is. It's hard for everyone. But it's happening. We're watching change happen. And a lot of it was, I think, fast forwarded because of the pandemic. Right. Because we had to learn how to do things differently. But that's not going to change. It's not going to go back to how it was. No. And and not only that, but, you know, in, in the past, we were taught that it doesn't matter how bad you hated everybody. You know, we've always always had those rough early years at our jobs and this and that, and you just keep grinding. And this younger generation runs into that situation, and they're like, 
no, I don't have to come mm-hmm. to this job. And you know what? Unemployment, unemployment in this country is as low as it's been in God knows how many years, right? And so it's like they they can pick and choose. They, they are at an extreme advantage when it comes to negotiation as far as employment right now. They are. They are. I mean, they absolutely are. And I, I don't hate them for it. And they have a lot of the technical skills that are required in high demand right yes. now. Yes, yeah. And you know what? I, this is, by the way, I, I know I talk about them a lot because I always like to watch. And I, I was the same way with millennials when they were coming in. Yeah. I, I was paying attention to them, right? And we had a couple in the office and I was I loved them. I was like, oh, I get it. I understand what their, their approach to things. And now with the Gen Z, I will ha- I'm bringing two of them in and they will be on tomorrow morning with me. I can't wait. Uh, I'm bringing a 21-year-old female and a 21-year-old male. I'm talking about them like they're science experiments, but it's a young man and a young woman, both both 21 years old, and they are entering the workforce, one studying to be a commercial airlines pilot, and the other is a nurse. It's going to be fascinating. I, well, I, yeah, and, you know, and uh, I, I want to, I'm going to just, I, I've already sent them a list of some of the things that I'm, we're going to mm-hmm. talk about, right? And I'm going to go through basically from the ground up. Where are you from? What are you doing now? And then I want to know what their vision is moving forward through life. Mm-hmm. Because I remember myself at 21, I didn't have a clue. I was in the Marine Corps. I was in Southern California. My idea was, oh, I'm going to get out and I'm going to go to college and this and that. My life fo- unfolded completely different than what I thought it would have. Oh, yeah. Right. I was already working in radio when I turned 21. I was just I had my first lost. full-time job. And I, I thought it was cool. Yeah. And that was, you know, I hadn't thought past like the weekend. <laughs> but these kids are dealing with a completely different world. Yes. They really are. But well, and one thing that has come up in this like um, bare minimum Monday conversation is that I think a lot of the older generations aren't considering is that they have a very different idea of what their future will look like. Like the sure. American dream is not on a lot of their radar. Well, it, to them, and I've brought this up and I've had this conversation. We're going to have more of it mm-hmm. tomorrow morning, but they don't look at the future like past generations have. Right. And, and some of it, it, some of it bothers me because they don't see a lot of it as attainable. Yes. Is what we once thought. I've, I've talked about this before, but the the wealth gap in this country mm-hmm. has become so great that the middle class, what what was once the middle class, is vanishing before our very eyes. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Now, the, now, the guys with everything will tell you that that's not the case, but what they've done is lowered the standard, Yeah. right? Because 30 or 40 years ago, one parent could work and you could have a home, you could drive a couple of new cars and have all of the things that every family does mm-hmm. with the boat and the cabin up north and all of that. Now you've got dual incomes coming and a lot of and a lot of couples and families struggling with even that. Right. And they tell you that that's middle class as they just keep getting richer and richer and richer. And, they, and, and, and I think Gen Z has figured that out. Right. Millennials were the first generation to figure it out that I'm not working for the the man and making him rich, right? They're going to, I mean, I'm going to get my fair share. They deserve a piece of the pie. And that's what Gen Z, I think, has a different mindset. Like, 
they're not looking at life thinking I'm going to work for a company for 40 years and then enjoy my life right. in retirement. They're, they want to enjoy it now. Good for them. Absolutely. Why, why slave away and, and for, for, this cor- for corporate America or wherever you are in that grind for 40 or 50 years to live for 10 years of, or, or 15 years of just whacking a golf ball around or, you know what I'm saying? It's funny when you start living now, when you think about that, that's the way that it's set up. Yeah, it was. It is kind of like, whose idea was, this? I'll tell you who it was. The guys, the, the guys with re- ridiculous wealth that run the world. I know, it's that's like, all you are to them. Wait a second. This doesn't make sense. It's and the older you get, the more you start to figure that out. But I think that 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 knowledge has been passed down, and these younger kids are figuring that out now. They're like, you know what? I'm not gonna live a miserable life because mm-hmm. there are so many people that just go to work and bounce around from here to there just because they feel like they have to make money, and they do, right? You have to make money to survive, right? Right, you do. Yes, we're the only species on the planet that does that lives like that. Yeah, who by started the way. that? By think the way, think about that. <laughs> But it's, it's ridiculous. And they're like, so that's my job is to graduate high school, go to college, and then for a lot of people, just slave away until you can get to that 65 or 70 mark. Right. And that's the, insane. These young people, I think, are asking themselves, like, is that why is that my only purpose? Is that my only reason for being here? Like, I, I learn a skill and then do it's, it for 50 years and then... It, and a lot what? of them don't even, what? yeah, that's not even their vision. They're, they're, yeah. Retirement isn't really something that they, they like ponder. It's they, they think of just living life. I'm yeah. going to do something that I'm passionate about, right? And I'm going to live my life. And when the day comes when I'm not necessarily involved in it as much anymore, I'm going to continue to live my life. A lot of them are looking at income well beyond what most people would consider retirement. Mm -hmm. They don't want to just quit. They don't want to just hang up because if you're passionate about something, it's really not going to work. And it is a totally different way of thinking and, and wrangling that is going to be hard. Well, it's it's proving to be, it's confusing for people who have only known the other way. Right. It's, it's, I'll tell you who it's going to be difficult for. And I read a great article in Forbes magazine about it. It's management is going to have to learn to deal with this uh-huh. and not not in a I'm going to put my foot down kind of way. You have to encourage these kids and make your environment that you have there. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you have to make it something that they feel like they're contributing to. They're being rewarded. Yeah. Right. And they don't hate it. Right. And they're not lazy. They're not lazy. They want to do something that they enjoy and feel passionately about. I think that technology has made, or or I I wouldn't say made them. I think technology has exposed their creativity Mm -hmm. and you're going to see more of those types of jobs just by, that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating to watch and they're talented. I mean, they're, they're really talented. Um, you know, I'm generalizing by saying they, but uh, the ones that I've encountered are, they've got skills, they've got ideas, they're excited, they're eager, um, but they want to do something that they enjoy. And they do want 
to care about themselves and they do want time to live the, their right. life and enjoy it. I think a lot of them are figuring out you get one shot, mm-hmm. right? But uh, they, 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 but they talk about too, about help organizing tasks and, and looking at the week in front of them. And if you're a good manager, right? Yeah. You will, you, you will be able to sit down with them and be like, okay, this is what the week ahead looks like. These are the things that I would concentrate on now, right? Mm-hmm. And help them and encourage downtime. That's one thing that they're they're not doing, but they say that that is going to be a, a an essential to running an effective group of individuals, regardless yeah. of what you're doing. Encourage downtime. I not, s- I mean this this. Grab your laptop and bring it home, and after you're done with your eight or ten hours here, continue to work through the evening. That no, they're not going to do that. I've seen a lot of um, office design trends with some really cool spaces for offices that are in person, which not all of them are, but for the ones that are just like collaborative spaces, like ping pong tables and just encouraging downtime to um, provoke creativity. Right. Not just like staring at a computer all day. Like go for a walk, go to the workout room, go play ping pong, like get your, your body moving to spur your mind. Right. I have a, a friend who owns an insurance uh, company here in town. And again, he has a, a built in workout facility yeah. for his employees as well. I think that's a great idea. That's huge, yeah. We've tr- how, how many times did you and I and fellow employees we worked with try to encourage our corporate office to do that because we had all the room. We had a huge office and it was just empty and there was like weird old furniture in it. And I'm like, let's get some treadmills. Yeah. Like, or let's anything. get a weight bench. Yeah. And I was it, it always never, it never happened. for that. It never happened. But encouraging downtime and uh, the work-life balance is going to be big. Really, really big. Because I remember just after the pandemic when everybody started to filter back out, and there was the uh, commercial real estate people and all these other was like, oh, yep, got to have that corporate grind. We got to get everybody together eight hours a day, five days a week. And I was telling them, you're never going to have that again. It is that is so far in the past. Just forget about it. Right. And they were like, nope, no, it's not. We got to have it. No, you want it because you got to fill those buildings because remote work is huge. It is just going to be huge mm-hmm. moving forward. That's the way it is. It, I mean, it doesn't matter if they want to accept that or not. The successful companies will see that and embrace it because you won't be able to get employees without it. Yeah. And you that's, won't. that's you, part you, of the like and, uh, just evolving. I know and, there's people listening right now. They're like, well, we I don't have that yet. You're right. You don't. But I'm telling you, young millennials and Gen Z will have it. And in 10 years, it's going to be a big thing. Oh, yeah. Really big. There's not even a question. I could see a total. I could see Mondays just being, listen, Mondays work from home. I know a lot of people who never went back to the office. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, a ton after the pandemic. Right. I mean, a ton that, of people. That was the beginning right, right. there. Right. Right. And this, and then it was followed by the quiet quitting, act your wage. Oh, I forgot about that Remember one. Remember that one? And now this, when I saw this. Bare minimum Mondays. Bare minimum Mondays. I'm like, they just keep it going, <laughs> right? They just keep it going. And, uh, it, and it, they don't care. They're, no. Like they get shredded and they don't care. Well, it doesn't. It's funny. The thing about it is with the job market the way it is, they can, they can just bounce wherever they want. 
Yeah, and, and they and they do. They and they, and they do. And they have skills that a lot of the older generation doesn't have, yeah. and it's required. That's key, right? Yep. And that and there and that's where that's where it's headed. I think in a you know in about like I said about ten years when they're really when they're in their mid thirties, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna the the whole workforce is gonna look completely different. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it will. You won't even be able to recognize it. Because of the things are evolving so quickly. Right. The, right. I mean, just the generation gaps are so small. And you technology would, is changing so fast. AI, I mean, most people haven't even experimented with AI. Right. And like even scratch the surface on understanding its power. Right. But it is going to change so many things. Most people have no idea. Right. I mean, they, they right. really, really don't have any idea what's coming with that. Yeah. I mean, it is in before this decade is over, half the jobs that are out there now won't even exist. Yeah. That will be interesting to see, too. Like how. Uh, and I'm talking I'm talking copywriting. Oh, yeah. All of it. Vocal work, which a lot of us made work in the past. I mean, uh, they're going to be able to do all that through AI. Artificial weird. intelligence, which by the way. Weird. Yeah. They can literally do anything. And it's starting, the scary part is, it's in some of these universities where they're developing this stuff, the artificial intelligence is is beginning to evolve personality. Mm, yep. It's like right out of a science fiction yes, movie. Yes, it is. Right? Isn't that crazy? Yes, it is. It'll only do what's best for the system. <laughs> That's dark, Ugh. right? I'm not afraid of it. But it is, it's just so unknown. Um, it's yeah, like, it is. I know it's not going anywhere. It's crazy. It is crazy. But all of this stuff that we're talking about, I think it will be interesting to get Gen Z's. Because we talk. Yes, tomorrow. We, we talk about them a lot, right? It'll be great to have a couple of them sitting here in front of me. A woman and a man. Yep. 21 years old. And be like, and I just want to know what their goals are, what their life is like, what relationships, family, what do they envision their life looking like as they move through this century? Uh Because a lot of them are going to live to right up to the turn of the next. Which is even, even that's crazy to think about. It is, right? It's crazy, but that's where it's headed. And I want to know what they envision and what they think it will look like. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's definitely changed. It, we went through a somewhat, despite technology coming along in televisions and things like that, we went through a fairly stagnant period for about 50 years in this mm-hmm. country. We did. And I, I grew up in that. And then, you know, because it was, you went through the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, and even the 80s and 90s. And then in the late 90s, when the internet came along, changed everything. That was the thing that changed everything. And now it just, like you can barely keep up with how fast it's evolving. Like it went from chat GPT, which is uh, the open source AI where you could be like, write right. me a story about to now you can tell AI to like make you an image. Sure. Make me an image of a woman painting her nails. Right. Like write me a song about, Well, when, I mean, it's nuts. As I was leaving, radio i remember that the ai and this is just a year ago had got come to the point where they could take my voice just i mean like a 30 second clip of it 
run it in, and then they could just mimic, literally on yeah. point, mimic my voice and do, and have it say anything they want. They didn't need me anymore. They just needed a 30-second sample. That tells you where we're headed. I, mm. I mean, I, I'd be willing to bet within a decade you won't watch real anchors on the evening news. What is concerning, and this is probably going to sound a little crazy, but like we're making humans irrelevant. <laughs> Well, well you're going to need less of them. Which is scary. <laughs> right, right. I'm not afraid of AI. I'm afraid of that. Right. But they will need a lot less of us. Yeah. Because then you really see like, oh, they needed us to work. Right. Ugh. Pay taxes. That's what they needed you to do. That's weird. <laughs> but I think. here I'm whispering so the computer doesn't what, hear me. When it. When it comes down to like all of this stuff, I think the, the 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 misunderstanding with this younger generation is this. They only know a world with technology that affords them the opportunity to do things in a different way that the older generation never had and doesn't understand. Mm -hmm. And one of those things is remote work, right? And things like that because... There was there to them. It makes no sense at all to go to an office and sit there and do things that they know they could do at home on their laptop. Mm -hmm. It makes no sense to them. And you know what? They're right. <laughs> so the, the problem with that is that there's this old school thought pattern, which they, for some reason they can't get away from. They don't want to get away from it for a, and I think, and I've said this before, it's a control thing. You got to bring all the minions into one spot. Oh, right. So that yes. you can see them. And yeah. And it's just a, it's a feeling of control, right? But these younger, this younger generation, it's, they think of it like, why do I need to, when I was growing up in the eighties, I was like, why do I need to know algebra? You know how much I've used algebra in my adult life? Never, never. And I was in fire direction control for artillery in the Marine Corps. Never used algebra. No, nope. I mean, nope. it, and I thought when I was in high school and I was good at it, I didn't struggle with it. Right. I didn't I have any problem with math, but I was thinking and all the other kids in the class, am I ever going to really use this? We knew we wouldn't, but you know who didn't understand that? The older generation. Oh, because there was a few kids. What did they use it for? There was a few kids that did, but you didn't need the masses to learn algebra and then tell kids that struggled with it that they weren't good at math, right? What, what did old? What did they used to use What's, algebra for? Well, I, I, I'm sure the equations, obviously things like building the rockets that went to um, the moon, yeah, right? And all of that. But then- Not for me. Right, but I'm just saying, but the majority of kids, the vast majority of them, in the 70s and 80s and 90s, never, ever mm -hmm. were going to use algebra, ever. Right. I mean, AI can do algebra for right. you now. Well, now, well, well, there were, the calculators were coming into play even. <laughs> I mean, I remember being in school in the early 80s when I was, and they were like, don't, nobody gets to use a calculator. Now oh, they, yeah. They're in grade school. Well, yeah, and I remember him saying, like, they're, well, when you they're everywhere. get out of school, you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket. And I'm like, yeah, you will, <laughs> actually. I have a scientific calculator in my pocket. I have the whole world right I don't know here. how to use it. Right. <laughs> if you, but if you would have tried in, in the 80s or even in the early 90s to explain to one of your teachers or an adult that 
in 20 years, you would hold everything in the palm right. of your hand. Well, your television, all of any news source, well, all of it right there. The kids watch the Jetsons and they have watches that they talk on, like they can see each other on sure. and, you know, they can type and like send messages from and like that was space technology right. when they made that show. So it's it's funny now. Everybody's got an Apple watch and you can do all that stuff from it. So I I, I think that the the line, the divide comes down to that technology and it's an older generation refusing to embrace it. And the younger generation not understanding why they're doing things the hard way. Yeah, this is not going away. That's no. So the, this debate, whatever because, you want to call it, will be, continue. Because when you're when you're 21 versus somebody who's 51, they they don't they can't even get inside your head with this old school grind, do it the hard way philosophy, right? They don't get it. Why do it? Why waste that kind of time and effort? Yeah. Seriously, but so they they look at you like you're out of your mind. And if you if you step back and you take the ten thousand foot view and you look down on it, they're right. Which the ten thousand foot view is hard when you're right. But they are right. Yeah, but, I'm but, not disagreeing with you. I don't know why you're yelling. I'm not yelling. <laughs> I'm not yelling. But I, I'm just telling you that it drives me nuts when people can't see that. I'm like, they don't live in the same world. No, and they're not ever going no, to. No, and, and you're not going to get them to do things because they're smart, right? You're not going to get them to do things that are that you did 20 or 30 years ago because that's stupid in today's world. <laughs> it is. It's doing, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like walking to a grocery store that's 10 miles away and carrying your groceries back when you could just drive a car uphill both ways. Yeah. It's just, barefoot in the but snow. It's, it's that same philosophy, right? right? Or I'm going to take a horse. Why? <laughs> you can do it in five minutes. You can have it delivered. It's, yeah. You don't, don't even drive. Need, right. But that's the same to them. That's how they look at it. They're like, why are you doing everything so hard? Right. Why are you doing that? Why are you wasting your life? Yeah. That's what it comes down to them. So this, this bare minimum Mondays is just one more way of them kicking back. <laughs> They're not going to stop. They're not going to. They're it's not going never going to gonna stop. And I honestly, when I can remove myself from it and look at it like that, I'm like, I get where they're coming from. Embrace technology. Enjoy your life. Accept it. Evolution, again, and change, it's inevitable. You have to accept it and deal with it. Mm -hmm. Embrace what's here because it's not going away yeah it's not going away we're we are evolving we are the future this is it we are the aliens this is the evolution <laughs> right here so anyways don't miss it tomorrow morning i will have two gen z in and we're going to talk i'm going to have them just break it down for me i can't wait to hear it it's going to be fantastic so it's a great way to start your weekend we'll have that up tomorrow morning